Okay, today's daf is daf nun aleph in the Dorum. Say a four shleima to Mati Rosenbaum, Mordechai Moshe ben Tova, who had a major surgery yesterday. You should have a four shleima. We're up to about the seventh line on daf nun aleph. We left off yesterday, continuing the story of Rab Shimon, Rab Shimon Berebi's, Shimon son of Berebi's wedding. Ben Elasa, that was his brother-in-law. Ben Elasa, Chasnei de Rebbe, was a son-in-law of Rebbe, that would be Rav Shimon's brother-in-law. Uh, he was a very wealthy man, this Ben Elasa. Asmane lebeiluluk Rav Shimon Rebbe. He was invited, of course, to the wedding. Rav Shimon, if Rebbe made a wedding for his son, uh, Rav Shimon, he certainly would invite his son-in-law, even though he was wealthy. <laughs> so at the wedding, remember we said yesterday that Bar Kapara uh, was upset first that he wasn't invited to the wedding, and then Rebbe promised, said, you know, you're invited, but don't make me laugh, because that will bring punishment to the world. And then Bar Kapara told uh, his daughter, told Rebbe's daughter, that I'm going to make your father dance, and your mother's going to uh, sing or whatever at the, at the wedding. So what happened over here? At the wedding, I'm only Bar Kapara, Rebbe, my toy, the Pusik, when it talks about um, a homosexual relationship, the Pusik calls that a toy, an abomination. What's the lotion of to'eva? Why is it, what is that word? Where do you get the word to'eva from? Um, so called Rabbi, whatever, whenever Rebbe gave him an explanation for what that word meant, I mean, we translate it as an abomination because of the lack of other word, but what is, what, what is the source of the word? Called Amalei Rebbe, whatever Rebbe said, that's the reason. To'eva, uh, reason is called to'eva is because of this and this and this reason, whatever reason said. Parcha Bar Kapara, refuted that reason. Didn't make sense. I'm like, Parshat, okay, you tell me. You're asking me all these questions. You don't like my answers. What do you say? I'm like, I'll tell you what. First, your wife has to serve me a cup. Give me a cup of wine. I want to, I want to drink. Okay. Termili Natla. Also, she came. She gave it to him. Then Barakabar said to Rebbe, Kumrakoli, come and dance for me. Okay. You, your wife served me. And now I want you to dance for me. Uh, and then I'll get it to Emelacha. Um, and then I'll tell you what the explanation of toiva is. This is what the Pasik means. Toiva, toa ataba. It's like a, a, an acronym for toa ataba. You are straying from what you're normal. It's a normal relationship is to have a, a man should have a relationship with a woman, his wife, not to have a relationship with a man. Toa, you've strained, you're, you, you've strayed here. You've wandered away. Toa with a test means a mistake, right? Taut. Toa with a tough means you've strayed, you've wandered. Like we had uh, in the Pasuk now in the, in the, in the Parsha, right? That uh, uh, they found him uh, wandering. Yosef was wandering. Uh, uh, he found him wandering in the, uh, looking for his brothers. Uh, so there it's Toa is a, um, well, there it means wandering or straying. He says you've strayed away. Okay, when they had another cup to drink at the wedding, my Tevel, who, when the Pasuk talks about uh, what we call bestiality, a uh, human being uh, sleeps with an animal. That's called tevel. What, why is it called tevel? What does that, what does that mean? So he said the same thing, you know, if you, if your wife serves me and you, you, uh, you know, or, or, or that's what the Rashi says, you know, that uh, uh, like, like the first race, Tacey, uh, let like your wife come and serve me and you come and dance for me. But apparently it also meant that uh, Bar Kapara uh, had refuted any of Rebbe's explanations for the word tevel, 
so do these things that I will, in other words, dance for me, you know, give me a number over here, do a number for me, and then I'll I'll explain it to you. Oh, but he did it. Amrali told him, Tevel, who means Tavlin Yeshba, is there any spice in this? In other words, why are you sleeping with an animal? Is is this is this better than Mishani Hadabiyam and Kulumbias? Is this any better than sleeping with human beings? You've got eight billion human beings to sleep with, and you got to choose an animal like like tablet. Is, is there any spice? Is there any taste in it? That's lush of tevel. Amalei umai zima. And the pasuk talks about they're specifically talking about a, taking a, a, a woman and her and her um, and her daughter it means with multiple marriages. And uh, Rashi brings down the Marnie um It means that referring to a man who sleeps with many women or a woman who sleeps with many men. So you're not sure. Who the offspring is? Amalei umai umai zima. What does that mean? Amalei abed kenyanakama. So he said, okay, do the same thing. Dance for me. Abed he did. Amalei zumahi. Zima means like zumahi because we don't know. If a woman slept with many men, we don't know who's who the father is. So who is this? Who is his father? Or if a man slept with many women, again, she probably slept with other men also. So it's a question of desolation of zima zumahi. Ben He couldn't take all these uh, barkapara with these trick questions. Come, he got up in Huben Semitan. So Huben's wife left the wedding. <laughs> this is one of the first recorded episodes of uh, uh, family members leaving the wedding early. Uh, you can call him Barogas. My Ben Elasa, why was he called Ben Elasa? I mean, not, not, not why was he called that. El Asa, I guess, means God did this, but my Ben Elasa, what was, best, what was famous about him? That he was uh, wealthy, etc. The Tanya Lolochidim Pizar Alasa Ben Alasa Esmosa. Not for nothing did he spread his money out. Notice that he wasted his money, but he spent his great deal of money. Alahara spent his brush to show the famous haircut of the coin Godel. Coin Godel had to always be perfectly trimmed like a king. As if it says, Kasom Yechsemuas Rosham, they should fold their heads, meaning cut their hair very short, very carefully. Tanaka in Luminus, it looks like Luminus. What is my Luminus? Ignorance is Amarbuta. It's a special kind of a haircut. What does it look like? The top of one here reached the root of the other. In other words, it's very, very short. That's the haircut of the coin gadol. So uh, I guess it takes a lot of time. Maybe it was expensive because you needed, you had to know how to do it. And it was very time consuming. Uh, they didn't have automatic uh, razors and things like that. They had to do it hair by hair. So it was probably very expensive. And he spent his money on that to show people what the proper haircut was for a coin girdle. The Mishnah says, if you go back to the Mishnah, this parak is talking about, you know, if you make an edit for one kind of food, what does it include? So he said that if you make a net or konim tafshil shenitam, that you're not going to taste any cooked dish. So you can't eat something made in a pot, but you could eat something that's thick because it really refers to things that are eaten with bread, uh, eaten with bread. Uh, and you're allowed to have, we said, a, a beitza tormuta, which we explained yesterday was a shriveled up egg, uvid the las harmuza, and a gourd harumuza. What do we mean by harumuza? Rusi usually means ashes, like hot ashes. So you assume that it means a gourd in hot ashes is not the same as a cooked dish, which is usually boiled or something, right? So that's what we think it means. But tomorrow's going to go to question it. Las harmuza, my las harmuza, I'm a shmuel, kra karkazoi. No, ramuza here is a proper name. Doesn't mean in, in hot ashes. It refers to a, a, a gourd or a uh, um, a pumpkin uh, from that place. Karkozoi, Ron says, is a shame muckle. 
Rashi on the glass He says no. It means that it's uh, it's a uh, gourd that is stored or kept warm in hot ashes. Ace favor being on Rashi. He's going to disprove Rashi now. Rabbi Omer, the last aromas, a Syrian gourd. He lost him, which is the same as a Egyptian gourd. Kalayim imayavanis, kalayim imaramutsa. If you mix it, if you mix the seeds of a, an Egyptian or a Syrian one with a Greek one, it's a different kind, it's a different species. Therefore, it's kalayim, it's kalayim with yavanis, with a Greek gourd, and it's also kalayim with ramutsa. If ramutsa simply means in hot ashes, it's not a different species. It's just like, you know, you have an apple, you have uh, different kinds of apples. And you say, if it's, uh, if it's dipped in ashes, uh, it's not a dip, that doesn't make it a different kind of an apple. Elamai must be, since you call it climb, must be the Ramutsa means it's a different kind of, it's a different species of board uh, from that place, from the place of Karpazoid. Tifta, that's Akasha on Ravashi. So it comes out that Ramutsa means a specific kind of a Dalas, not a, it uh, doesn't mean that it's in hot ashes. Now, this next mission is really sort of displaced because we, it was really in the previous mission, in the first mission. I know that i there. If you make a net, you can have an all from. Uh, from a, a cooked, uh, from something cooked in a, in a uh, pot. Ain't also mice or only something that's hot boiling. On Makarma Yorlik, if you say, I forbid myself anything that goes into a pot, or Sha'ini Tom that I'm not going to eat that, also Makhon Nasm, anything made in a pot, even if it's not boiling. Now, this, those words are really in the Mishnah that we had back on, on Mem Tessam and Aleph, right? The first Mishnah of the Parak. Those are the last words of the Mishnah, last few lines of the Mishnah. Um, Anything cooked in a pot. Well, it's got to be cooked in a pot. Nothing's made in the pot cold. Uh, so it's basically the same as the first mission. So the Mephorshim deal with that. <coughs> Some say that this that where he says here, Mishnah and Gemara, it's misplaced. Just the Gemara should be there because the mission was really listed. But, but from the Rana Rashi, it's Mashma that they did have the Gemara in the mission in this place. And maybe he didn't have it in the first part, in the first mission. In other words, when we had the first Mishnah, Back on Mem Tesam Aleph, there ended off with Maisa Tumita in the Ran. Didn't go any further. So, this part of the mission, which was listed in the mission Mem Tesam Aleph, is apparently properly placed over there. Let's say you say, I'm not going to have enough from anything that goes into a pot. Also, be your little. You can't have an oil, anything else that someone goes into a stew pot. What they used to do in those days was they would first boil something in a regular pot in a cooked dish or a, a large, you know, something that had to be cooked very well. Then they would put that into a stew pot. So if you say, I'm making that if anything goes into a kadeira, also be able to come here, also to eat anything that went into the stew pot because if it went into the stew pot, it already went into the, into the pot. So then that's included. Anything you can't have anything from the stew pot because the stew pot originally went into the kdera. Shefayor, it was already in the kdera before. Karmshir lufus, it was in the kdera before it went into the lufus. So if I say I'm not going to have anything from anything that went into the stew pot, that includes things that went into a regular pot, uh, even if it, um, uh, if I'm making it, I'm not going to go anything to into a pot. It includes things that went into a stew pot because if it went into a stew pot, it originally went into the pot. Min a yard loaf, so if it says, I'm only mastering myself from something that went into the stew pot, then mutabir liktera, because if it went into liktera only and didn't go into the stew pot, he didn't include that. He only wants something that went into, only forbidding himself from something that went into the stew pot. If it went into a regular pot, which was, takes place before the stew pot, he didn't forbid himself from that. Min a nasa Now let's say, nasa sounds like it was completed in liktera, it was made. 
if it was made in the Ktera, Mutter Benas Milfas, because I said I'm only forbidding myself something which was completed in the Ktera. In other words, if something was completed only in Stupat, which took place subsequently, he's not talking about that. Because something that was made in a stupat was completed in a stupat, wasn't completed in the Ktera. Minanasa Ilfis, let's say I said something was made in Ilfis, Mutter Benasa Bikdera, why? Because He's only talking about because if he said something was complete in the well, that doesn't include something that's made in the something is complete in the because it wasn't completed in the It was in the but it wasn't completed. Now, again, the, the general rule is that when it comes to Nadarim, right? Even though if the Lashon in the Torah, the Lashon of the Chacham even was a little bit different, we go by Lashon Benayarim. So when a person says he's not having enough of anything that was made that went into the oven, ain't also pass. Usually when the oven, you oven, they meant bread. They weren't talking about cakes and things like that. It meant, meant bread. If he went specifically and said anything made in an oven, also anything made in an oven is also me, then it also then uh then also also anything made in an oven, cakes, uh quiches, whatever, whatever you want to include. But if you just said I'm not having enough from anything from from the stuff that goes into the to, into the oven. The general meaning there is bread, because 99% of the time what what gets baked in the oven is bread. But if he said anything made by an oven is also to me, then he's also in anything made in the oven. The Mishnah goes on here at the top of the base. When he said the kavush, the Ran is going to make uh, Ran's preferred explanation. I think the first question is what he said like this. So if the person says some kavush means something that's pickled or preserved. Then our kavush, he said kavush, usually what do they pickle or preserved? Vegetables. That's what it was done. So our kavush only means greens, vegetables, not other things that could be preserved. If he said kavush she'eni toim, if he says I'm not going to taste kavush. He didn't say kavush. Also, then he's also anything that was preserved. The Ron offers two explanations. What's the key over here? What's the difference? Is the word difference between hakavush versus kavush? Hakavush means the pickled thing. I don't want any of the pickled thing. Pick the pickled thing refers to vegetables. If he says kavush in general, anything pickled, then if you pickle meat, if you pickle whatever, herring, herring whatever it was, that's all considered, uh, that would all be forbidden. So the Ron says that's the difference. He prefers to say the difference is between hot kavush versus kavush. Another explanation he says is oh, that it's the kavush. This is not whether it's hot kavush or kavush, but rather, see, says Shani told me I'm not going to taste anything. And the tasting anything refers to anything which is preserved. So there's two explanations in the Ron for the difference between the first line and the second line in the mission. So again, kavush Shani Tom, also b'cholik bashim, minasholik. Let's say he says the seething thing we had before. Sholik means either seething, overcooked, or half cooked. If he says That's what you should refer to meat, to to uh, to beef. That's what you cover with shalik. The, mo- mo- the thing that was mostly overcooked was the meat. Shalik If he says then he's anything that, which was overcooked. So again, according to the, the first explanation of the Ron, the differences between hashalik versus shalik. According to the second explanation, the first differences between hashalik or shalik and she'eni toam. Omar mine. What happens if he didn't say hakavush and he didn't say kavush tom? He said which is pickled. What does that refer to? Omar dikavush mai, dishalik mai, ditsolimai. He said any of these things that was pickled, that was uh, overcooked, uh, that was roasted, that solimai, the malif, that was salted, mai, hechem mashma. How is that mashma? 
Is that mashma only the main thing which is normally done? Like when it comes to preserving something as vegetables, when it comes to um, uh, see, uh, overcooking something, it's meat. And ro- roasting could also usually mean meat. Maliach means, we'll see, means to fish. Does it mean, does it mean all things that way? Or does it mean only the main thing which is done that way? The Gemara says, hey boy, again, that Lashon of Teku that we find here is very similar to Lashon Yerushalmi. Uh, Iran has a lot of Lashon Yerushalmi, like we said here, Dachain, all these very, the, the differences in the grammar. If you're learning Yerushalmi now, you see that the Ran is very much like that too. Not exactly like Yerushalmi, but a lot of Yerushalmi words like Tiboy. Tiboy is the equivalent of Teku. Says the mission, men not sleep in also We mentioned before. So it's like you can see this Gemara that Omer Vacha said to Kavishmai, the Shalkmai, the Tzalimai, the Tzalimai, This Gemara should have really been written afterwards, right? After we learned that Sali means Basa, but it's okay. It's like it's understood that it's probably all one big mission. Men not in also Again, roasted usually means uh, beef, beef that's roasted. Divrei Rabbiuda. Um, divra, uh, yeah. If he says that I taste, he's also in anything which is roasted. Okay. Um, notice he says, uh, okay, it sounds like that's only his opinion. He says something which is salted. I am forbidding myself. From the salted item. The salted item is also to me. He's only forbidden salted fish. Because when people talk about salted, what do they talk about? Salted herring, right? They don't say, can I have a salted steak? They say, I would like some salted herring. They talk about salted usually means fish. Dagmaluach. Yeah, dagmaluach, right. But even if you just said dag, that means usually. So he says, hamaluach. I say again, hamaluach, hamaliach. If he says, I'm not going to taste anything which is salted, just like he said, anything that I that's roasted, that, that first everything is roasted, so anything which is salted, in all things that are salted, even if it's not fish. And now we get into the particulars of the fish. If he says, dog, dog, we know means fish, right? He says, uh, he says, also, even Malich means fish, right? If he says, all maliach, where he says maliach shenitam, also bechol hamaluchim, right? But again, when he said hamaluach, that meant the fish. Uh, when he said maliach or any tom, again, depending how you learn in the rod, either the differences between hamaliach and maliach, or the differences is that difference between maliach or hamaliach and any tom. Okay, now let's so he says dag and dagim. Is that really two different things or not? Dag usually means a big fish. A fish that's over a liter says uh, in weight. Dagim is like small fish. So did he mean to say first he said fish? No, then I'll have sardines. I'll have small fish, or does he mean to include all? So he says if he says dag dagim she'eni toim usher behen he's usher in fish main dol because he said both dog and dagim. So he can't have big ones which is dog. Can't have small ones which is dagim. Whether they are salted or unsalted, follow means like plain, unsalted. Then whether they're raw or cooked. And he's allowed to have trufa. What is trufa? So we always translate as fish hash, right? Fish hash, like cut up. And Rashi says over here that taurus is a name, dag shishmo taurus. He says that that's the name. It's actually called taurus. Trufa means it's a... Uh, Cut up, right? Tarof, tarof, yosef, right? Ripped up. 
So, <coughs> so it's a dog which is shmo taris. They sell it in pieces. Okay, so that's what we're saying over here like this. When he says dag dagim, that's all kinds of fish. Big, small, salted, unsalted, raw, uh, uh, cooked, because people do eat raw fish, right? That's what, uh, sushi. what sushi. Sushi. Oh, <laughs> sushi, right? They eat raw fish. They don't eat raw meat, but they eat raw fish. Uh, Ravasha spoke Box about that this raw. week. Uh, pardon? Box. Yeah. Yeah, but it's treated. It's treated, you know. But it's treated. Now we eat raw. Talked about, you know, that um, you're not high for eating something <laughs> that's also to eat. Excuse me, that's also to eat if you didn't eat it in the normal way that it's eaten. So, for example, if you ate raw meat that wasn't kosher, he wouldn't be high for eating the veilu because it, it's not not normally eaten that way. It's also, but it's, but you wouldn't be high. So here the Gemara says like this: the Mishnah says that. If you forbade yourself to eat all fish, fine. All kinds of fish, prepared, not prepared, salted, unsalted, big, small, whatever. But you're allowed to eat pieces of fish, minced fish, minced like minced meat, minced fish. Taurus trufa, taurus, which is uvitsir, and in its brine. Vitsir, the Ron, Ron explains, in the first of the wide lines in Ron, he says, it's the fat that comes out of the fish including the, some of the innards, kirve dogum, murabumbo. It's not the meat of the fish, but it's a, it's like fish brine that has the fat and the uh, pieces of the innards. And then you're also mutter, the girsa in the Ran is mutir ubu marais. Marais is more like the pickle. He says, marais su shmeno shadag bovad. It's only the fat, the fish fat. So these are liquids. So again, when you talk about a fish, you mean a whole fish, whether it's small or big, Mean whole fish, but you're allowed to eat tarastruf. You're allowed to eat cut up slices of you're fish, fish. Uh, like a filter fish, right? Like a filter fish. That's a shallow. That's bechlal fish. It's mostly, <laughs> it's mostly uh, uh, flour and sugar and everything else. And I don't know how much fish is in there. Um, you're allowed to eat those other things. That's not a fish. What's sachna? So here the Ran says in the second of the wide line, Sachna Dagam Kanim Harbe Muluchim. That sounds like sardines, right? Sachna's Dagam Kanim Harbe Muluchim, Vieshmehem Trufin. Some of them are cut up. It's like you buy, it's like sardines. Sometimes you buy a can of sardines, sometimes they're whole, and then there's also sometimes there are pieces in there, right? So that's what Sachna would be like sardines. So remember that Sachna, let's say you only get said Sachna, Ulcer Batar's Trufa. You can't have tarastrufa because there is cut up fish in there, right? There is cut up small fish in there, like a fish, a fish, a minced fish. But you're allowed to have the brine and the and the fat that you're allowed to have the brine, including the innards and the fat, because you're talking about fish. The, this is this is, is not fish. Uh, let's say again, you made an adder from the tarastrufa from the chest. So <clears throat> our Mishnah reads also You can't have those things. You can't have tsirmarais. However, that's that's Rashi's girsa. Rashi and the Rosh on the side he says that the Ran doesn't have to give it. Ran says it's mutter, because again, and the Torah means the fish. The tzir and the marais is not fish. There's no fish in there. There's innards together with the fat in the tzir, and there's and the marais is simply the fat. There is no fish in there. So the Ran's girsa is that it's mutter in those things. Tanya, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon Lazar Omer. 
Dag Sheni Toam, Sheni Toam. Again, it's usually She'eni Toam is the correct reading. If I say that I'm not going to have any fish, also Begdolam. Because he said Dag, not Dag, Dagim. He said Dag Sheni Toam, not going to have any fish. Obviously, it includes, uh, we said before, even salted, right? Uh, if he says Maliach Sheni Toam, right? Even if it's unsalted. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, so no, sorry. If you said Maliach Sheni means all salted. He says, dag dagim, any kind of fish, raw, un, you know, raw, cooked, whatever, salted, unsalted, big or small. But if he says, dag, according to Shemulazah, dag is only first the big fish. small ones. Daga, daga, shenitam, also big time of So he says, Rav Shimon here, Rav Shimon makes him difference between dag and daga. Right? Dag, before we said dag and dagim, that means all kinds. But he says, here's making him between dag and daga. Dag means a big fish, let's say over a kilo. And uh, dagim uh, and daga means a small fish. Dag daga, he says both. Big ones or little ones. So a puppet now is going to uh, disprove uh, this idea that daga only refers to small ones, dag refers to big ones. Dag is probably big ones, but daga could be both, as we'll see. How do you know when he says dag only refers to big ones? Dag Gadol of Lois Hashem appointed a large fish like a whale to uh, to consume to swallow up Yona. So Dag there is a big one. So Dag refers to God, a big one. Yona El Hashem goes on there in Perik Beis to say that he prayed to God from the innards, from the inside of the Daga. So how could you say Daga means a small one? Dag means a big one. So he says, yeah, how do you know that dog means only a big one? Right? You're trying to, and daga means a small one. Dog is a big one because it says Hashem pointed the whale to uh, swallow Yonah, but it also says that Hashem, that he prayed from the daga. It says, Doma palte dagado, because maybe a, the big whale spit him out. And a small one, uh, a small one swallowed up. It's not to say that he could fit in a small one and in our interpretation, the small one is less than a kilo. Because he couldn't fit in there either. But he just meant that Daga is a small one. So in this case, it means smaller than the big one. Hashem, he was swallowed by a big whale and then he was spat out and swallowed by a small one. That's how you could interpret Daga. Ella, so that makes sense. So there you could explain that, yeah, Daga means a small one, Dag means a big one. In the case of Yona, that when he said Daga, it just meant that it was smaller than the big one. Ella, that, so that's not such a kasha. Elva daga or mesa. He said that the that the fish in the uh, river in Mitzrayim mesa that died. Why? So it only refers to small ones. mesu. The big ones didn't die. The place was full of blood. Right? How could you say that it means all of them died? So when it says daga mesa. Can't just refer to small fish, big ones die too. Ella Daga The answer is that Dag Daga is Mashma, whether they're big or small. Dag may refer to big ones, but Rabshimalaza says Dag Shani Tom Asubigdolam and Daga Shani Tom Asubigdolam. That's incorrect because Daga could refer to both. So it refers to big ones and small ones. Oh, so it could very well be that Rabshimalaza is not really up Kishlag. Because it could very be by the dharma, go So it depends what they spoke in that locale. If when people say big fish, they meant the dog, I want a big fish. I want a, you know, I want a big uh, whatever, 
uh, mackerel or whatever it is. You know, I wanted to, or here we would say that you want the uh, uh, the St. Peter's fish or the whatever. Um, if you want a big fish, so you say dog. And if you want a small one like sardines, you would say daga. So, so daga refers to small ones and big ones not. So the word daga in the Pesach, maybe that's what the Gemara is saying. Means big ones and small ones. But by Nadarim, we go by Lashem So by Lashem Adam, if Lashem Adam is that, uh, that um, you know, that it only refers to small ones, then that's what we go. Lashem Adam, Shekarin, the dog got all, the dog, Shekarin, the dog got all, the dog got all, the dog got all, the dog got all, Rashi explains, the dog got all, the dog got in other words, Rabbi Shimon Elazar's is confirmed his opinion by saying this that Dharma just don't bring a wife from Sukkim because from Sukkim, yeah, the, 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 in the Pasuk and Shemos when it talks about the fish in Mitzrayim, he meant both because they all died. But in Balashmeodam, Dag is big and Daga is small. So if I said Dag is also to me, only the big ones are also to me. If I said Daga, only the small ones are also to me. Hanodam in Atzachna, so the Mishnah said, Sachnam, we said, are is like sardines uh, that the they're salted, and some are cut up and some are are, are whole. So I know Ravashi, What if it's that a light sichan? In the Mishnah, we said you can't have trustrufa, and you're allowed to have tzir and marais because that's not fish. What happens if he says sichan? What would that include? What, what would that include? Me mitzvah but simrash with that be awesome. Says the wrong four lines on the page. Although mishum hachi mikru mikru dagim ketanim kmushin sachna. Why are small fish that are preserved called sachna? Meshat sir yotzman rechelov. It's got a strong smell. Milas matal sachan also. Mibayla yomer tzichen. The mashma ribuya adds more. O mashma o mishdam beinami sirum rais. Although when you say tzichen, which is mashma. You're adding more mishtaba bay nami. Is it also including the tzim rice or not? Ron points out when he says a noter when the mission says a noter minatoris a noter mitoris truth at the end. Also the tzim rice. He doesn't talk about sachna. He says why? Because sachna depends. The tzim the the refers to cut up fish. Well. The tzachna has both, right? The tzachna's got both. It's got cut up fish and whole fish. So if you said, when you when you made a net, you're not going to have fish hash, uh, Taurus trufa, part of tzachna would be also, and part of it would be mutter. The, the part that is that is cut up would be also, the part that's comp- that's full would, would be mutter. So that's his, doesn't bother telling you uh, the rules of tzachna if you forbade yourself from eating Taurus trufa, because tzachna is not so simple. Part of it's mutter, part of it would be also. All right, we'll, we'll pick up here tomorrow, Mitzvah Hashem. Just wanted to point out something that Chaim Shmulevin said the other day. We talked about the poverty. Interesting how we're talking about the great poverty of Yehuda and the great wealth of Rabbi Kiva. Later on, he went from poverty, how the Torah exists by both. But we said over there that, remember his wife, um, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda's wife uh, found some wool, some material. This Rabbi went out and she took some wool and she made some sort of a robe. And... Uh, uh, made a robe that looked nice, and she she used it when she went out, and he used it when he went out to daven. So Rambam says, "Well, I understand. What is it? Is it a woman's coat or a man's coat? We know today that you know we don't have the same clothes for both. They have unisex bathrooms, but the clothing <laughs> is still pretty much separate." So he says, "Which which is it? Right? If it's a man's clothing, how did she wear it? It's also for her to wear. If it's a woman's clothing, also for him to wear." It. 
He says, you see from here that it wasn't even a coat at all. It was just a piece of cloth. It was just a piece of cloth, like a shawl. They, they take a piece of cloth. That's how poverty stricken they were. And yet, you know, he went out with it and that was, uh, that was, his, that was his garment. He didn't have a garment maybe, you know, to come to a public uh, gathering of the Thymus, but it shows you that they were Mustafa Bermuet. And, uh, and probably, even though we see that, that the Torah existed among, um, in great poverty as well as great wealth, probably it exists better with great poverty than with great wealth. Like we saw with the beauty, right? And he said, they said to him, you know, look at the beautiful Torah in the ugly vessel. He says, well, you know, you, it's, good, it's good to maintain there, but there's, there's great Rabbanim who are good looking too, but if they would be ugly, they would be even greater dumb, probably just better among, among them. All right, we'll pick it here from the Mishnah tomorrow, Mitzvah